Welcome back to another edition of the Daily News Sports Now podcast recorded on the day of Wednesday, October 9th, 2019. Well, week number six of this podcast, and we continue to roll everything you need to know surrounding Ball State Athletics in just about 10 minutes. We'll wrap up another great week in Ball State Athletics and look at Indiana High School football and some Colts and Pacers conversation as well. The football team got back to their winning ways on Saturday, a trip up to Northern Illinois for the battle for the Bronze Stalk in their first MAC game of the season. The Cardinals had to fight for this when they went into the halftime locker room down 17-3 at the 6.45 mark of the third quarter. That started the comeback for the Cardinals. Ryan Rimler hit a 25-yard field goal to make it 17-6. By the end of the third quarter, it was tied at 17-17. Huntley rushed for a touchdown just 26 seconds into the fourth quarter. Huntley was named the MAC Offensive Athlete of the Week. Rimler would hit his fourth field goal to cap off scoring for Ball State. The senior kicker was named the Special Teams Athlete of the Week. This was the Cardinals' first victory over the Huskies since 2008. They'll be on the road at Eastern Michigan this weekend. In women's volleyball, a two-game homestand for the Cardinals as they hosted their first MAC match of the season. On Friday, they swept Northern Illinois 3 to nothing. They would carry that momentum into Saturday's contest, defeating Western Michigan in four sets. It was announced yesterday that Allison Hammermaker was awarded the MAC Offensive Player of the Week. Also, Amber Seaman was awarded the Setter Athlete of the Week. Next up, the Cardinals continue MAC play on the road at Central Michigan on Friday and at Eastern Michigan on Saturday. The Cardinals won't have another home game until Friday, October 25th. On to some women's soccer. The Cardinals took down Buffalo in a double overtime thriller. Julia Elvbo scored the game-winning goal for Ball State. At halftime, it was 2-0, but Buffalo was able to come back, but it was Elvbo that was able to break through for Ball State. The Cardinals also defeated Akron on Friday, 1-0. In that game, it was Tatiana Mason scoring the lone goal in that contest. The Cardinals return home briefly to take on Northern Illinois tomorrow. Then three straight away games starting on Sunday at Western Michigan. Ball State is now 9-3 overall and 3-1 in the MAC Conference. In field hockey, Ball State fell to Kent State on Friday 1-0 at the Briner Sports Complex. Kent State was able to score quickly. That gave them a 1-0 lead, but the Cardinals would be unable to answer in a tough defensive battle. Missed opportunities for the Cardinals was the difference in the loss. In the final 3 minutes and 14 seconds, Ball State had 6 penalty corner shots but were unable to convert them. With the loss, the Cardinals are now 3-8 overall and 1-2 in MAC play. Up next, they will play two neutral site games in Columbus, Ohio. They face Stanford University on Saturday at 12 p.m. On Sunday, they face Michigan also at 12 p.m. The Cardinals won't see another home game until November 1st. In men's golf, the Cardinals finished 11th out of 12 teams at the Marquette Intercollegiate. The Cardinals finished one spot worse than the other MAC team there, Miami of Ohio. Joey Ranieri finished with a three-round total of a 215, the lowest on the team. He finished tied for 12th overall. Joey Wiseman competed as an individual and finished 62nd overall. He shot a three-day total of a 230 in his golf debut. Purdue took home first place honors with an 855 three round total. In women's golf, the Cardinals teed it up for the first time since September 24th. They competed at Silver Lake Country Club in the MAC preview. 
The Cardinals finished third overall, shooting a 949 three-round total. The Cardinals finished behind Akron and Eastern Michigan, who took first place. Now on to some high school football. Week number seven in the books. Let's take a look at the six schools surrounding the Muncie area. Starting with Blackford, the Bruins defeated Elwood 50-6 for their second straight victory. Blackford improves to 5-2 on the season and 4-1 in the Central Indiana Conference play. In their past two games, which have been on the road, Blackford has only allowed a total of 12 points and they've scored a total of 78. Next up, they return home this Friday to face Eastbrook, who is also 5-2 on the season. The Delta Eagles were handed their first loss of the season on Friday. On the road at Pendleton Heights, the Eagles fell 28-22. This was their first loss since 2018. Delta looks to bounce back this week on the road at Greenfield Central. This Hoosier Heritage Conference game is set for this Friday at 7.30 p.m. Monroe Central fell 4-3 last Friday night. The Golden Bears lost to Eastern Hancock 48-29. Monroe Central is now 1-1 in the Mid-Eastern Conference. This week they host Union City for a 7.30 p.m. start. Muncie Central fell to Marion on Friday, 48-6. The Bearcats are now 0-7 on the season. They continue North Central Conference play this Friday at home against McCutcheon. That game begins at 7 p.m. Westell fell for the fourth straight time on Friday. The Warriors fell 61-34 against Indianapolis Tindley. Westell is now 1-6 on the season and 0-3 in the Mid-Eastern Conference. This Friday, they travel to Traders Point Christian and try to take down the undefeated Knights. And last but not least, Yorktown. The Tigers defeated Greenfield Central 42-6 on Friday to improve to 5-2 on the season. In their last two contests, Yorktown has scored 42 points per game and allowed a total of 6 points. Next up, they remained at home to take on Pendleton Heights at 7-30. Yorktown is now 5-2 overall and 3-2 in the Hoosier Heritage Conference. And that's all for week number 7 of the Indiana High School football season. We'll be back next week to recap week number 8. Alright, now it's time for our final segment and an update on pro sports in Indianapolis. Well, it's a great time to be a sports fan in Indy. The Colts and the Pacers both with victorious weekends. On Sunday Night Football, the Colts took down the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. The Colts defeated the Chiefs 19-13 in this primetime matchup. This was the first time the Colts have beaten a team that was 3-0 or better since 2010. In that game, the Colts also beat Kansas City. Some are saying this could be the biggest win of the post-Manning era. I guess time will tell on that. The Indiana Pacers began their preseason over the weekend in Mumbai, India. The Pacers beat the Kings 132-131 to in overtime in the first game on Friday. They would face Sacramento on Saturday as well. The Pacers would win again 130-106. to The Pacers continue preseason play on Friday at home against the Chicago Bulls. And the NBA season is just approaching us faster and faster every day. We get one day closer. That's all we got for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the sports section of the Daily News on Twitter at DN underscore sports for updates on all games and contests that we are covering. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week for another edition of the Daily News Sports Now podcast. I'm your host, Grant Covey. Have a great night.